Welcome back to the Not Your Mama podcast. This is your host, Kelly Bryant. And this week, we are going to be talking about being future versus past oriented and what that means for your fitness journey, your movement journey, your wellness journey, whatever you want to call it. So this question came up recently. Somebody asked uh, if we were future or past oriented, which sounds a little bit like one of those like Myers-Briggs horoscope Enneagram type questions of like, cool, this is going to like tell me a bunch of stuff I kind of already know about myself, but also sound like so universal that like doesn't apply to everybody. But I felt like this was a really useful lens for me to actually kind of realize something about myself, which you'd think, you know, I'm in my my 30s, you'd think I would like kind of know this about myself, but it really sort of flipped a switch for me like, oh, wow, I guess I'm really future oriented and that has its pros and its cons. So I'll give you some examples from my life so you can maybe have like a sense of what do I mean by future versus past oriented. I don't spend a lot of time thinking about my past failures. I mean, sure, like anyone, if I screw something up, I like have that immediate like, oh, this feels really terrible. But I don't take a lot of time to learn from that, right? Which obviously sounds pretty dumb, but I don't, I don't sit around and kind of go like, oh, I really screwed this up. What do I need to do differently next time? That's not an innate part of who I am. Obviously I've learned to do that to some extent, but it doesn't happen naturally for me. And it's almost like I didn't realize that that is a natural part of the process for a lot of people. Or conversely, if you are past oriented, you may spend way too much time reflecting on what's happened in the past and what you should have done differently and how you could have done this and that. And so that's sort of the the light and the dark side of, of being future or past oriented. If you're future oriented, uh, I tend to have no fear jumping into new situations. I don't worry about, is this going to work or not? I don't worry about, oh, but I've done this type of thing before and failed. Sure, to some extent, I think we all have beliefs about ourselves like, oh, I am good at X or I'm bad at Y. But often people will ask me things like, how did you get started like posting on social media? How did you get started you know, various things about my business. And I'm like, I don't know. I just started doing crap. Like I didn't think about it. I didn't worry about it. I just started moving. And it occurs to me that that is not the way that other people are. On the flip side, if you're past oriented, you go into new experiences with, you could say kind of like a lot more wisdom. You maybe move a little slower. You take more time to get started. But that that is, you know, hand in hand with, you do more research before getting into things. You make sure you have a clear plan. You tend to stick with that plan. So the the flip side of me being like, yeah, I just start, I just do stuff is uh, because I don't have a clear plan, I might not have a good benchmark for myself of like, okay, I'm going to give this a month to work and I'm going to do something consistently for a long time in order to see how it goes. That's really challenging for me. I am very quick to give things up, right? I'll say, oh, okay, I'm going to start doing this thing. I'll do it for a week and then be like, I don't think I want to do that anymore. I'm going to do this other thing. So it it tends to uh, be a lot harder to create consistency, I think, when you are future oriented, because you're always thinking about what's the next plan? What's the next solution? What's the next thing I'm going to do instead of being in the one that you're doing right now and kind of learning in process what to do next and how to do things. So 
I wanted to talk a little bit about how this can impact specifically your movement practice or your wellness behaviors, whether that is uh, healthy eating or exercising regularly or walking 10,000 steps a day or whatever it might be. So the first thing is I want to just give you a second to kind of pause and think about, are you future oriented or past oriented? You probably have a sense of this already, but, um, take a second, decide, are you more future? And of course, everyone's on a spectrum. We all have a little bit of both, but are you more of one or the other? And then if you are someone who is future oriented, let's talk about what you might want to do in order to be successful with a new movement or nutrition plan. First off, you want to find an accountability buddy or a coach who is going to help you with consistency over weeks or months. So you might not need a professional to help you get started, but you might need uh, some kind of accountability program that's going to keep you going. So that may be finding someone who will work out with you at a consistent time. You probably want to make sure that the person who you do that with is someone who is more consistent, right? So it's someone who has a history of committing to things and doing them for a really long time. I would also kind of add in here, building in more flexibility is really helpful when you're future oriented, because you may have more of that tendency to kind of want to do different things, right? So maybe you get a little bit looser with your goal of like, I'm going to move three times a week, but you don't get hyper specific of like, I'm going to do exactly this, you know, this type of workout, this workout program, whatever, so that you have the space to try one thing. Okay. I feel like trying something else. You know yourself, of course, maybe, maybe that, um, openness or that freedom actually, uh, hampers your success because you, you don't end up staying consistent. But I think that the mindset of, creating a goal that's broad so that you can be successful is really helpful. So if you are future oriented, give yourself a broader definition of success and then force yourself to commit to a plan for a set period of time. So let's say you're like, I'm going to strength train three times a week. I really want to strength train three times a week and I'm going to follow X, Y, Z, plan. I'm going to follow Kelly Bryant Wellness's Strong as a Mother Live program or whatever. And you have to set this expectation for yourself of, I am going to do this for a month, even if I think it's not working, even if I get bored, even if I want to try something different, I am committed to a certain period of time. And then you can set reminders for yourself on your phone or Put uh, digital notes in your calendar that say something like one week into new fitness program, show up for at least three more before deciding how it's going. So someone who's past oriented is more likely to be stagnant, right? To do the same thing forever, like because that's what they've always done. Someone who's future oriented in my experience, of course, asterisk in my experience, tends to want to move on to the next thing, try something different, try something different, try something different. So you need to, if you are future oriented, pull yourself back and create a firm commitment around how long you're going to try something before trying something different, right? So on the macro level, you can set yourself a goal, like I'm going to move three times a week. And then on the sort of meso or the (laughs) micro level, you're going to say, 
For now, for this month, I'm committed to doing this workout program at this frequency following this plan. And if you are future oriented, you may be someone who enjoys creating a plan yourself. So you can do that. You can absolutely say, I'm going to write myself a workout program, or I'm going to go on bodybuilding.com and this site and this site and this site and build my own program because that seems fun for you to get to like plan what you're doing in the future. But don't plan six months because you're probably not going to do something the same for six months. Plan one month, be committed, and then get started. In that same vein, if you are someone who is future oriented, you probably need to rein in your expectations and plan to do less. So if you're thinking, oh, I want to work out five days a week, maybe it's more like three. Maybe you need to pull back and say three times a week. Um, If it helps, you can think of it as like earning that fourth workout. Or maybe you're, you know, if you have done or are thinking about doing Ditch the Diet Drama with me, which is my nutrition program, we have daily eating commitments. You might need to start with two decks, daily eating commitments, DECs. You probably want to do 37. You're probably like, ooh, I want to drink 100 ounces of water a day, and I want to eat 100 grams of protein, and I want to do that. Like, you probably have a bunch of things you want to do, and you might need to pull yourself back and say, I'm going to commit to two, and then I'm going to earn a third one. If I stay really, really solid on those two, then I'll do something different. Uh, If you are future oriented, you probably love learning about new and different things to do. So maybe you're that person who diet hops where you've done keto and you've done fasting and you've done this and you've done that. Resist the urge to change plans. So that's, again, going back to that idea of like, give yourself a broad big picture goal and then give yourself a really specific and time based short term goal of when you get to change plans. Like you only get to change plans if you've consistently done the thing you committed to for a certain amount of time and decided if that's working for you. The Generally speaking, what I hope you're getting from this is people who are future oriented tend to decide a little bit too quickly, oh, this isn't working, let me do something different. Now, let's talk about the people who are past oriented. People who are past oriented, on the other hand, tend to get frozen in indecision before starting. They spend a lot of time thinking about all of the ways they've failed before, and they let that prevent them from getting started because they just assume what's happened in the past is going to happen in the future. So instead of someone who's going to hold you accountable for consistency, you might need to find a coach or a plan to get you started. Once you're a few weeks in, you may be more likely to stick around. That's that's individual to some extent, but you're probably more likely. So Instead of focusing on the how, you probably don't want to go on Google and find six different ways to do something because you will be frozen. Instead, you want to maybe book an introductory session with a personal trainer or do a single month of training or purchase a done-for-you programming plan, like Strong as a Mother, my programming plan, And outsource the expertise to someone that you trust and then don't think about it. Just execute. The past-oriented person is someone who is going to have to just keep reminding themselves what I've done before didn't work because that was a different situation. It doesn't apply. This time, I've outsourced the expertise. I have a plan that is foolproof that someone else has made. I don't need to worry about what I've done before. All I have to do is execute, 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 execute. So creating some kind of mantra for yourself, like this is a new, this is a new try. 
This is a different plan. I'm a different person than I was then. Those kinds of things that orient you toward the future, toward why this time is different versus being stuck in the past. You probably don't need to spend a a lot of time examining the why behind your past failures because you've probably already done that, right? Like you've laid in bed for hours at night thinking about why previous things didn't work. The future-oriented person is not doing that. The future-oriented person probably needs to get out a piece of paper and actually ask themselves the question and write down the answers. What has worked in the past and what hasn't? What do I need to do differently to be successful this time? The past-oriented person does not need that because the past-oriented person probably already knows all the answers to those questions. And then for both groups, documenting progress is huge. I tend to find that if you are like, I don't know, I'm picturing like uh, uh, um, like a, a four, four square, like a, what is that thing called in biology, right? Like the um, genetic squares. Uh, I'm picturing like if you are past oriented and optimistic, you may not need to track progress, right? Because you may be very naturally oriented to be like, wow, I used to be there and now I'm here. That's awesome. But if you are past oriented and maybe a little bit more pessimistic, or if you are someone who is future oriented, which means maybe you have a lot of urgency toward the next thing and the next progress, any of those folks will probably want to, if it's an aesthetic goal you have, take pictures. If it is something, maybe you have a pelvic floor concern and you need to like actually journal, you know, how frequently are you having urinary urgency or leakage or frequency, right? So you might need to actually put pen to paper and track progress on whatever it is, whatever outcome it is that you're trying to change. If you are future or past oriented, if you know Uh, you know, if you just know about yourself that you probably are going to feel defeated at some point and struggle to see your progress, you want to be able to have evidence to basically prove yourself wrong. You want to be able to like look at something and be like, no, I am doing better now than I was. And so I'm going to keep on moving. So I hope that this quick episode has been helpful for you, giving you a little bit of a different orientation toward thinking about Uh, why what you've done in the past uh, or your experience with movement or nutrition maybe hasn't worked before and some things that you can do differently to work with the way that your brain already functions in order to have more success the next time. Thanks for tuning in. Any of the resources mentioned in today's episode will be available in the show notes. So go ahead to your podcast app, and open up the show notes, or you can find them right on my website. And I would be so grateful if you would share today's episode with a friend. So just go back to your podcast app, hit the share button, and send the link over to someone who you think would benefit from this. And lastly, if you want bonus brownie points, you can go rate and review the podcast. This helps new subscribers find us and get some awesome benefits from listening to today's episode. Thanks again for being here and have an awesome week.